Today I'm excited to bring you a hand from the Hustler Casino livestream where the two best hands in poker, Pocket Aces and Pocket Kings, battle it out playing very deep stacked. I thought you had 100. <laughs> I did not know you had 200, man. Yeah. A gigantic pot is brewing. Let's take a look. Props to Garrett for, for going for it here. Big hand alert, double M with the kings. I have a name. JR with aces. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm not sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> what time is she just called me seat we're, six we're and I'm just messing with her. Oh, These players are very deep. So we are playing with an $800 big blind. So even though JR in this hand is playing about $220,000 deep, we're not actually all that deep stacked, only about 275 big blinds. Now, to be fair, that is pretty deep stacked. But this is a scenario where if you get aces against kings, quite often money will find its way in. So in this hand, double M raises it up with pocket kings. Perfectly fine, perfectly standard. JR in position, three bets his aces. Very good. Some people think that in the spot you should be cautious and slow play and try to trap your opponent. But no, 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 no. You want to three bet with your best hands and you want to get money in the pot and aces is one of your best hands. Did you all know that? You all learned so much at PokerCoaching.com. If you enjoy this channel, do me a favor, click the like and subscribe button down below. I would appreciate it. In the spot, Double M has to figure out if he is going to call and play cautiously from out of position or if he's going to put in the four bet. Let's see what he does. Here comes a four bet from Double M. Double M does bump it up to $25,000. I think playing this deep stack, you probably want to go a little bit bigger from out of position because you somewhat want to disincentivize your opponent from calling in position with ASEC suited or lower pairs that are getting very good implied odds. But he does put in the re-raise, and I think this is fine. Whenever you are observing poker hands like this or observing your play after the fact, you always want to do your best to not be results-oriented. And yeah, we know he's against aces, and... He's probably going to lose a bunch of money, but this is a spot where you definitely want to re-raise your best hands from out of position. And also, did you know this? Kings are one of your best hands too, even though every once in a while, they're in bad shape. All right, let's see if JR bumps it up again or if he decides to slow play it at this point. Will JR fly bet or will he go for the call? 100. Okay, 100,000. All right, let's go. All right. And they're just going to get it in here. All in. Make sure I have what I think I had. Yeah. Yeah. JR now puts in a big five bet to 100,000, about half of his stack. I don't actually like this size at this point. I think the size is probably not great unless, unless he knows with a high degree of certainty that double M is just not folding. So if double M is just not folding, it doesn't really matter what you do, re-raise and get your money in. But this is a spot where you want to give your opponent every possible opportunity to bluff with a hand like ace-x suited or king-x suited or give them a reason to perhaps call with a hand like pocket jacks not getting the correct implied odds whenever you put in half of your stack or 45 percent of your stack whatever it was it should be very clear to your opponent that you're just not folding all that often to a shove therefore your opponent must have something very good to get in but if you instead re-raise to something like sixty thousand, leaving yourself i can't do math 100 uh, 160 behind something like that then you could actually make that re-raise size and then still fold your weakest hands to a shove, which will induce your opponents to bluff some portion of the time. But he does get it in. And uh, before I can even pause the video, 
Double M just piles it in as well. And I think you have to be a little bit cautious just piling it in 300 big blinds deep, even with a hand like Pocket Kings. Now, when your opponent does make that gigantic re-raise, I think calling starts to get a little bit less attractive because sometimes you call and then the flop comes ace, queen, seven. And if your opponent did drastically overplay jacks, you now don't stack them. But uh, I mean, I, I don't fault him for getting in in this spot, but it definitely is a rough scenario when your opponent does just rip it, right? Because in this scenario, some players will have ace-king in this spot, and or ace-queen, or ace-five suited. And if they ever have those hands, you're making a blunder by folding the kings. But alternatively, some players will have literally aces every time. They get it in. Let's see who wins. And this is going to be a $456,000 pot all in preflop. Kings against aces. Uh, what do you want to do? It's up to you. Here. Let's go once. Okay. One time. Yeah, once. For nearly half a million dollars. How many times do you want to run it? One time. You came here to gamble, right? Think I'm here to chop it up. You just f***ing jinxed me, dick. <laughs> Yeah, seeing pain in the window is no fun when you have the aces. Ooh. There's the king. JR can hit an ace or a 10. And that is a suck out for a pot of nearly half a million dollars. Double M gets in $200,000 plus dollars preflop with pocket kings and stacks JR's aces sick. King on the turn, you're live, but I'm sure Double M was not rooting for the aces to win at that point. Double M, run it one time, sometimes it works out, and he scoop loops a gigantic pot from pocket aces. Now look, you gotta realize, in this scenario, sometimes you can get unlucky when you get it in with aces against any hand. Did you all know? teaching you so many good things today. That aces wins about 80% of the time before the flop against other pocket pairs. That means 20% of the time or so, you're going to lose. And you have to realize 20% of the time is a real number. It happens. Do not let this bother you. This is why you need to make sure you're playing with a proper bankroll, ideally in games that you uh, can, can afford, right? Because you will inevitably have setbacks like this whenever you have pocket aces and you obviously get it in correctly against everything. Sometimes you're going to lose and that is okay. You did nothing wrong. Well, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, depending on how you got it in. But you got your money in great, and it's not always going to work out. And you have to realize that is okay. I know some people think they're perpetually unlucky, but I promise you, no one is perpetually unlucky. The people who think they're perpetually unlucky just don't actually put in a lot of volume. If we run the spot over and over and over and over again, JR is going to have a gigantic mountain of chips in front of him most of the time. But again, most of the time is not every time. That's going to be it for today. Feel free to post your uh, bad beat stories in the comment section below. I will read them one time only. Post your bad beats in the comment section. You must lose with aces. Sorry it happened, but you'll be okay. Good luck. Have fun. If you enjoyed this video, click the like and subscribe buttons down there while you're writing your bad beat stories. And I'll talk to you all next time.